welcome to another episode of the Collapsing Game Shelf Podcast, a podcast by a group of drunk gnomes with way too many board games. I'm Tom, and I'm joined by... Justin. Adam. And Debbie. And today we are going to be talking about Red November, a game about drunk gnomes trying to escape a submarine crisis. Essentially, the game is that you have 60 minutes to survive a submarine going badly. I mean, you're just, you're in a submarine. I mean, I, I think you're generally in a bad spot at the start of being inside of a submarine, but it only gets mm-hmm. worse from there because you have to contend with fire, water, kraken, nuclear explosions, oxygen levels. Justin. Justin. Yeah, people, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people maybe leaving you to die and a kraken. So... Uh, I, I don't have this one. Do you guys have one? Do one of you, does one of you have I, it? I own it. All right. You All kick right. us off there. Can do. Well, from the amazing back of the box. Red November. Great Kraken. Please spare the November. We beg of you. Don't eat us. Hard times have hit the experimental gnomish submarine. Red November. Everything on the sub is going wrong at once. Fires are burning, the sub is leaking, and critical systems keep failing. Help is on the way, but the gnomish sailors must hold out until the rescuers arrive. Red November, original game by Bruno Fatuti and Jeff Gautier, is a cooperative race against the clock. With every passing minute, something goes wrong. Can you survive until help arrives? Nice. Yeah, this game is, uh, it's uh, as the back-the-box blurb mentions, it's a cooperative game uh, for one to eight players, I think, is what it what it goes up to. Yes. You can get a whole, whole shitload of people in with you in this submarine to just probably suffocate. Uh, so the, the, the game is, is basically you got this submarine, and it's going to be sectioned off into, there's compartments that are numbered zero to nine. They are separated by hatches. Uh, and some of the rooms have, like, items in them. One of the rooms has beer, liquor, grog? Grog. Grog. Yeah. It's got everybody's favorite grog in it. Uh, There is also a couple of special rooms. There's the your good old nuclear reactor. You've got your good old uh, missile command station. You've got a uh, you've got your engine and you've got your is it the oxygen pump? Yes. The oxygen pump, yeah. And uh, the game is uh, essentially um you it's it's kind of interesting because the uh, you're as the back of the box explained, you have to try to survive for 60 minutes as as you're waiting for help to arrive. And so at your first turn is going to be, uh, how do I explain it? So, there, so there's also a deck of cards that is uh, sitting off to the side, which is filled with bad stuff happening. Um, and along the edge of this board, you're going to have this tracker, which goes from 60 to zero. And your goal is to get all of your little pawn dudes uh, from the 60 all the way to the zero, showing that you have managed to hold out long enough to get help. Um, the way you sort of move along this tracker is by spending time doing stuff. So everything that you do in this game has a point cost or a time cost associated with it. In the first round, you get to flip over. You get the wonderful opportunity to flip over a bunch of bad things to happen. And usually uh, it'll start, you know, setting some fires and flooding some rooms. And maybe maybe there'll be a your missile command station will decide that it wants to arm and fire nukes into the sky. And it's at, at this point that you need to decide what you want to do to stop yourself from losing the game instantaneously. So as I mentioned before, everything you do costs time. So if you need 
to get from one room to another, you have to open a hatch, and that takes a second. And let's say you need to go to the missile command station, and you're one room away, so you gotta you gotta use an action to get into the missile command station, and then you have to you know I don't know missile command repair or whatever, uh, disarm disarm, <laughs> disarm the missiles. Christ. You gotta disarm the missiles. And uh, no 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 man missile missile command repair. This is what we're going with for sure. <laughs> Yeah, so you want to do good at the missile command repair. And the way you do that is you decide how many minutes you want to spend monkeying around with this thing. So generally, if the missiles are about to fire and wipe out all of, I don't know, Australia or whatever, you're going to want to spend a decent amount of time. So let's say you pick five. So this is going to uh, make you spend five minutes on your on your little tracker there. And what you do at that point is you'll then roll this 10-sided die that is conveniently hanging around. And if you get five or lower on your roll, you've disarmed the, the, the missiles. You've, you've fixed the missile command station and everything's great and you're not going to blow up. And then your turn's over. And the way it works is that as you go about your turn spending your time, you sort of move this little clear uh, nubby up on the tracker. And at the end of your turn, you will move your colored little nubby. You will start marching it up towards to meet up with the clear one. The problem there is that every time you hit a little uh, square that has a star on it, more bad things happen. And so as you start marching your way along, you'll start to have more fires. Maybe the maybe fixing the missile command didn't fix it good enough and it starts going haywire again. And so, and so as you go, you'll just keep getting more and more bad things happen. So the more time you spend on your turn means there's just more bad things happening. And when your turn's over, you'll have moved your nubby over to wherever your timer tracker thing ended up. And then it'll be somebody else's turn. Usually the person that's furthest behind the track, but on the first turn, you sort of just do whoever makes sense at the time. Um, and then they'll get to take their turns. And in this way, you'll just keep doing stuff and trying to fix everything and just more bad things will keep happening. And so it sucks. You know, you just got to deal with all these, you know, the oxygen keeps running out. Like your, your events will keep coming up where your oxygen starts to run down. There's a tracker for that. There's a tracker for the reactor starting to overheat. And if any of these things go to the end of their tracks, you're just fucked. You're dead. The whole thing either crushes or explodes or, you know, who who knows? You just use your imagination. You all asphyxiate. Uh, there's like 18 different ways to lose this game. But as you go along, you'll collect items. You'll also be able to use these items to sort of help yourself in these checks. You don't have to spend quite as much time doing them and improving your odds at making sure that the real the real critical items get dealt with, you know, properly. Once and for all, you're going to fix the missile command station. And in this way, you just keep going around and hoping that you're going to make it through the next five minutes and get yourself to the end of the end of the track. Um, other fun things that can happen, uh, you know, I, I mentioned fire. So fire has its own special rules that anytime a fire starts, you lose oxygen. Um, also, you can't go running into a room filled with fire unless you're drunk or you have a fire extinguisher. <laughs> These both sound like great things. Hatches can get blocked, so that stops you from moving into rooms, which means you got to unblock them before you can go anywhere. That takes like a whole turn to do. Um, 
the damn thing can just fill with water and you got to open a hatch to try to get rid of some of the water. But even then, you know, there's just water and it makes it hard to move. The uh, the oxygen pump can die. The reactor can start overheating. Uh, what else? What else can go? Oh, there can also be a giant kraken that tries to kill you. And you just have to find yourself a aqualung and a harpoon in the items and hope that you can swim out and kill it. There's just way too many things that go wrong. It's not it's not very well built uh, submarine. Oh, you know, it's it's experimental. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> also, extremely poorly made, I think, is the... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that's really interesting. Everything is sort of laid out in these cards um, that you get the turn summary and, like, the action summary to try to help you along understanding what you can do. It's all basically the same mechanics, right? You move somewhere by going through hatches, which take time, and then you decide what action you want to do, and you decide how much time you want to spend, and you hope that you're going to roll low enough to (laughs) make it work and that you're not all going to get crushed by the pressure. Um, And that's about it. Um, Yeah, I mean, there's some fun surprises. Do I want to ruin the most fun part? I mean, it's part of the rules. Oh, sure is. It it is a core part. Integral, even. So one of the interesting things about this game is that, let's say that you've gone through and you're about to fight that old crack and you've got yourself an aqualung and you got yourself a harpoon, but maybe there's just not enough time left and you don't think that it's really going to work. You, as the son of a bitch with the aqualung, can always <laughs> opt to go swimming out to go fight the kraken, and maybe you don't fight the kraken, maybe you just keep on swimming out into that crystal blue water and leave everybody else to die. So one of the mechanics in this game is that if you happen to be someone that owns the, that that has possession of the Aqualung, you can just decide to leave everyone behind and let them face their fate and sort of nope your way out of it. This may or may not have happened to us yesterday. <laughs> what? It's who, true. Who would do such a thing, Tom? That's a good question. That's a really, really great question, Justin. Now, if anyone wants to pause it now and send us a tweet at who you think the person was, go ahead and at CGS Podcast, send us your send us your guesses as to who might have left everyone else to die at about minute 45. Uh, anyway, so you can always opt to do that. And in that case, the person who leaves the ship gets their... The, the victory conditions actually get reversed if you are this this individual who decides to leave everybody to die. If the sub actually makes it through the 60 minutes, they surface, and then they drag you off to jail for being a deserter. But you win if they don't, because then nobody knows, and you just look like you're a smart guy for getting out of there before the submarine got crushed like a tin can. So it's uh, it's always kind of interesting, because this is one of the one of the few co-op games that I can think of where everybody is, like, legitimately working together. There's no, like, hidden traitor, no one's a Cylon, no one's secretly a zombie or whatever. But you do keep your items secret, and... Someone may always just decide that they think that it's a better idea to just go out to sea and try to make it on their own. Well, you know, sometimes it's just those are some tight margins. There's no point everyone dying. Jesus. <laughs> I'm fairly certain no one died. Well, one person died because the rest of the people got back to shore and found that person. And I'm sure they were very happy to see you. Oh, like very happy. Salem witch trials here. Yeah. Did I miss anything important? I don't own this game, so I don't know it quite as well as Justin, but uh, feel free to, uh, you know, put an addendum if there's anything you feel is is important. Uh, I guess the only addendum is that while Grog is readily available and can help you with any action, it does also make you drunk. And one of the other mechanics is that 
The more you drink grog, you can go up to a drunkenness level of four, and at the end of your turn, you have to reveal the event deck and look in the bottom corner for a number, and if it is equal or lower than your drunk level, you pass out for 10 minutes, and that takes an extra 10 minutes on the board, so more bad things are going to happen, and because you're just kind of passed out in the corner, completely out of your mind, uh, if the room catches on fire or floods, uh, you die, so you know, it's great. Drink all the grog. Good it'll, news. It'll, it'll help you, but I didn't die. You know, I got you, drunk, you probably won't but I didn't die. Out. I passed out. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you guys had to carry my well liquored body out of the submarine, but I helped us win. It's true. So it's okay. I think we were all a little drunk by the end of it, honestly. Yeah. I, I, do you have to run through a fire with the? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Debbie had to drink a bunch of grog to go sprinting through a, a, a corridor wreathed in flame to try to get to the oxygen pump soon enough to make sure that we didn't die from asphyxiation. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's when I started saying something about Hero Debbie. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Chariots of Fire started playing in the background. Oh, God. <laughs> Please. Or is it that the Bonnie slow motion Tyler, started? I Need a Hero song? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I'm going to get my own little, like, short clip reel. <laughs> that I can play whenever we're playing games. There you go. That's going to be number one. I, I can load in the, the MP3 into a Tabletop Simulator, and you can just press the button whenever you need to. I'll make it a hidden button so that when everybody accidentally hits it, all of a sudden you'll hear something about me being a hero. It'll be great. Oh, <laughs> I like it. Anyway, that's how you play Red November. You uh, you work together to try to solve problems in a bad situation, and you you know you try to try to do your best and try to help each other, and maybe someone tries to leave you to die, but then you catch up to that son of a bitch because you didn't <laughs> die. You made it because someone rolled amazingly at the exact right time. That's right. Sometimes luck is on your side. This game is pretty unique in the fact that it does play up to eight people. Um, I think that that is kind of what accounts for um, the wildly varying play time that it has on Fantasy Flight's website, where it's like, this game takes from one to two hours, which is pretty yeah. damn long for a, a casual sort of co-op game, I think. Yes, it, it can take longer than the actual time it took to save the sub. That's true. I think that's one of the things that sort of um, steers me away from this one as a as a pickup is just like it's in it comes in such a small box that it looks really inviting and the theme is really like kind of dumb like a bunch yeah, of silly bunch of drunk cute. bunch of drunk Russian gnomes I mean they're not Russian they're gnomes but I mean it's it's very it's very Russian um, it, is. it has a very Russian. Um, yeah, they're not fooling I don't anyone, know. right? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's, there's a it's lot very, of very, very Soviet. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a very Soviet uh, um, look. Yeah, Soviet's probably a more appropriate way of saying it. I don't want to disparage anyone from Russia if they're, I don't know, for some reason you're listening to this. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like it, it's in such a small box. It looks like it should be like really, really inviting and like, like quick. I think. But I find like although it is it is a lot of fun, um, it's not one that I reach for like often, even as a co-op thing, because I feel like it is uh it is a it is a longer, longer sort of game in that respect. I'm always surprised at how long it takes because I'll bring it out every once in a while and I'm always like, oh yeah, this one's easy and quick. And then I'm like, oh yeah, no, it's not quick. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 weird because it's really 
like the rules are pretty simple. I, I bitched a little bit during our uh, post-mortem yesterday about how, you know, I'm not a huge fan of some of the things where like, you know, if you like everything's on the cards and on the on the play mats and stuff, except when it's not like how when you open a hatch, if the, if that room is totally flooded, if you open a hatch, it like partially floods both rooms and that puts out all the fires and stuff in in the room and stuff like that. Like all that stuff kind of makes sense as well as like with the fire popping up, if a fire starts, your oxygen level goes down. And I mean, all that stuff makes sense. Like, if you think about it, but it's not well listed on the cards and stuff. So for a game where everything is kind of on your player aids and and on the cards and stuff, like, there's a few of these things that are like, oh, well, this thing kind of works like this. And I mean, it all, it all aids and it all makes sense. Like, you know, a fire starts, you lose, you lose oxygen, right? That's just, that's how fire works. That's what fire do. I mean. It is known. It's, it's just kind of, it's just kind of funny how for a game that is as, again, it's like as dumb as it seems, it's got a lot of, it's got a lot of like, it's pretty complex and I don't know. I don't know. There's just something about this that makes me not like reach for it or or think about it in a lot of ways. Like I'm a I'm a huge co-op games fan, but I don't think Red November is one that I typically reach for. Hmm. I wonder if that's sort of a, a sign of the times. I mean, 2008 wasn't that long ago, but it was still 12 years ago now, uh, which was its original release. And even now... A lot of board games haven't been great about making everything super clear. Um, this is just kind of one of those older style games where it has a lot of information just in the manual um, rather than on the board game or the cards themselves. But it, it is it, it requires a, a reread of the manual almost every time you play just to kind of refresh yourself about all those edge case scenarios that you tend to forget happen. Yeah, I guess it's maybe it's just a it's almost like it's a. It's somewhere in between. I'm I'm even trying to think now of what I really like to really. I mean, is it really that long? Like, is it longer than other games that I play? Like, I'm trying to think now. I mean, I guess it's not. I guess it just maybe it feels long just because the turns tend to take a little bit. You know, you're you're sort of marching your little QB up and figuring out all the things and doing all the cards. It's like it is pretty tense a lot of the time. But uh, especially when you pass out in a corner. yeah, Yeah. Please no fire. Please no fire. <laughs> but no, I do like I do enjoy myself when we play this game. It is it is like a it is an interesting game, and especially like that part where you can just if you do have an aqua lung, maybe maybe you just hold on to that and you don't tell anybody because maybe just maybe you need to leave. <laughs> it might it might be time to go. <laughs> you might need that for later and not to fight stuff. Although I don't think I've ever seen anyone actually fight the kraken. Probably because um, they just leave. I don't know. Yeah, well, I find uh with with four players you don't always get it because the kraken's only added halfway through the game and then it's a you know it's a crapshoot whether or not he shows up at all um but i've played it with six or seven players uh and you pretty much always find the kraken midway through the game because more players means more more events are showing up Mm -hmm. it's one of those games where it's easier the fewer players you have i find it becomes a bit of a madhouse with seven uh, because by the time it gets back to your turn the entire submarine is on fire again you do make a good point i suppose I, i've only ever really played this thing the maximum player count we had was five <laughs> and so i mean that wasn't you know it, it it was still pretty manageable at that point although i mean i can see where you would kind of get to a point of <laughs> of of 
just that, right? Like everything, everything ends up happening and you just, you end up with the entire damn ship on fire and mm. you're like, oh, well, uh, hmm. <laughs> what yeah. do I do? Just standing in the room you're in and like trying to furiously put fires out or fix the oxygen levels, just constantly yep. taking like two minutes to do it. Like I hope to God, oh please, what? <laughs> please, I got a I got a one in ten chance here. That's right, one in, one in five. I got a one in five chance. And I mean, yeah, also because everything relies on you, kind of doing the the risk reward of you know, I, ah, this isn't that important. I'll just spend like four minutes on it. Uh, and then, you know, rolling a one or, you know, this is super important. I have nine minutes to do it. I'm spending all nine trying to fix this pump. And then you roll a 10, um, mm. you know, uh, because of dice being the fun little random number generators that they are, uh, you never know when, uh, lady luck's on your side here. Yeah. It's got that little, little bit of gambling in there, which is a little, nice. A little bit of chaos. Yeah. I, I was wondering, uh, since I, I know you have just a, a love affair with, dice adam uh how you uh how you felt about that i mean we we definitely hit a, a a spot in our playthrough where i you know like i i don't i seriously don't think i rolled lower than seven more than once in our in our entire thing so i'm just like well you know i don't know i th- this one this game for me has always just been like it's always been fine like it's always been passable um but it's it's it you know the game it's weird because i always like whenever it comes out i was like oh yeah red november like i can get down with this no problem and then then i play it and i'm like uh red november yeah definitely uh definitely got down with this um i don't know the, the game is is like it's always good but it's never great and it's always it from my experiences it's always better it's always better in my mind than it is on the table and i i don't know why that is you know like i, I don't i don't know yeah i don't know i think that's what i was trying to say earlier it's just there's something i feel like this is one i should love because it's like yes like dumb submarine fun yeah co-op everything's on fire constantly you've got this whole thing where you're basically deciding how much you want to screw yourself over by like you have to pick your own pick your own situation in which like do you want to spend more time and like probably gobble up more events and have fewer actions in the future or do you just so that you can try to make that check or do you try to like really risk it to save yourself some time and maybe you'll roll a two and it'll be fine like i feel like all these things are elements that are things that i like and i don't know why i'm not jazzed about this game for sure it's weird yeah like it's a it's a you know the the core of this game is so good and the the um the the theme is so good and everything is just so on point and then like it it it's weird cuz you you sum all the parts and it equals not enough and and I don't I don't know what I like, think I don't know what to make out of that like how how did we get here you know <laughs> Do, do you think it's the time or is it just a, uh, no, not at all. No, no, no. I, I don't, I personally, I don't, I don't think the time has anything to do with it. Like, I, I think that, you know, the, the time is reasonable. Um, I feel that, you know, like you, you kind of get into it and it's, again, it's always, it's always enjoyable, like to a, to a point, like it's never, it's never like, it's never a game where I sit here and I'm like, Oh God, 
like red November. Like I, I, I never, <laughs> never think that. Like I'm always like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, red November. Like this is gonna be wicked. It's no Dixit. And then no, oh God, it's yeah. Thank God it's not Dixit. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. At for the win, like Twitter, just hate on me. It's fine. I don't. It's fine. Um, I, I am not a huge Dixit fan at all. I more, I more did that to see if Debbie was was still with us. That's we, fair. I don't know if we lost her here. Uh, she fell asleep oh, or I'm something. Okay. Oh, biding her time. Oh, no. oh I'm here. Plotting, oh God, plot, biding my time, plotting my revenge. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just like just just cradling the uh, the Dixit box downstairs. Um, hey, hmm? you are very mean to me about that game. I just, it's, it's just not my, it's, yeah, that one's really not my game. Yeah, it, it's, you know, like, like I said, this game is good and it's a game I want to love. And the more I think about it, the more I was like, man, I just like, you know, it's small. Like the, the box is very small. It's very, uh, travelable, which I, I think is, is kind of a nice thing. Maybe if it's something, you know, if you're going off on a vacation or something and you want to bring something that's not a deck of cards, I mean, the box itself is about the same size as, I mean, it's slightly larger than one of the it's well, I mean, slightly it, it's it's a little bit larger than one of those folding crib boards. Like it's not uh, a, it's not a huge box. I, the depends which one. I think the original one was smaller. The re-release by Fantasy Flight uh, is in about a 30 centimeter by 30 centimeter square box. 30 centimeters. Uh, about 12 inches. About a foot. Oh, thank you. Foot square. Thank you. Yes, I was going to say, we, uh, you know, our, our, our American friends are going to be like, what is a 30 centimeters? It's a ruler. Um, That's Adam. Adam is what is a 30 centimeters. That excuse you. you. All about the American. Well, I work in, uh, in an industry that is, you know, driven by American prices. Well, maybe they should just goddamn learn, right? (laughs) Good luck, my friend. (laughs) Um, but yeah, no, no, it's, it's like, like I said, it's a, it's a game that I'm like, man, I I should love this. I should be like head over heels in, like in in. And and when it when I get there and when I when I sit down and play it, like while I'm there, I'm kind of in. <laughs> and then and then at the end of it, I was like, oh, I'm 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 really not that in. <laughs> you showed up to the pool. You put your feet in. And you're like, you know what? This temperature, not for me. Yeah. Yeah. And and it actually, it feels kind of bad because like I said, this is a game that, that I, I feel like I should just love. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, f- I feel like it should be just right up my alley. I don't know. I, I don't know. This it's, it's just, it's very middling. And in, and this is not the first time that I've, it, this is not the first time that I've found myself feeling this way about this game and but by the time like you know give it a little bit of time and i'll have forgotten about it and then someone will will bring it out and i'll be like oh yeah let's do it you know like in november all right and then you know we're we're just gonna rinse and repeat it's like groundhog day yeah figure that one out not good i I can't okay but what about what about your typical non-jaded board gamer debbie what do you think (laughs) um (laughs) That's not, that's, this is not going to be good if that's what you're saying. Um, (laughs) I, yeah, I, uh, right. I was not, I, yeah, I'm sorry. This was just not my, not my thing. I, and I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know what to tell you. Um, at first, so at first when we first started playing it and, and, um, 
I think the first thing that rubbed me the wrong way, and I don't mean this badly by any stretch of the imagination, but I think the first thing that bothered me was when, so Justin brings up that we're going to play this. Kate got it. And then it takes another, I don't know, half an hour to reacquaint yourself with the rules. Um, And I feel like when you've played a game before, it shouldn't take that long to reacquaint yourself with it. And this isn't like, this isn't a Justin thing, right? Like, I'm not saying it because I'm like, God, Justin, you're stupid. I don't mean it. (laughs) Wow. I don't mean it that way. I just mean it in the sense that, I mean, typically Justin has got his finger on the pulse of a game. Generally, yeah. Yeah. Generally Usually, speaking. I, I also check the rules beforehand. This was definitely a panic. Well, bit. no, and, and absolutely. And I and I can appreciate that. But my point my point more is that if it shouldn't take regardless of whether you do it before or after, it shouldn't take the same amount of time to learn the game as it does to reacquaint yourself with the game. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's probably the first thing that kind of rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. Cause I was like, okay, so Justin has this game. He's played it before. Cool. And it's just, I don't know. That to me is the first thing that bothers me about this game. And I mean, you guys have, you, everybody's said it, right? Everybody's said kind of the same thing where it's like, you know, it's, you feel like you, there's just these little things that you got to figure out again and, and so on and so forth, right? And I think that that's unfortunate. And the game is, in all honesty, the game is simple enough that it really should not, it shouldn't be that hard. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's one of those games where it almost feels like it makes it harder than it needs to be. And like it's a little um, more complicated than it should be. Yeah, like it's 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 almost like it's trying it's trying to be something um by yeah, it's just it's such a hard thing to explain. You're trying to be something you're not basically, right? Like you're putting a little bit of extra complexity in there because you want to create a game that's like friendly to both sides of the coin, right? Like, so you're kind of your more introductory gamers and, you know, you're trying to maybe bring a little bit of extra complexity in for your more seasoned gamers. And I'm always a little hesitant on games about like that in a way, because I think that often what ends up happening is just that you make it more convoluted than it needs to be. And so that was kind of, that's the first thing that really just kind of, when you when Justin said that this is a game that's played over 60 minutes, I actually thought that it was going to be a timed game. I like real time. On 60 minutes, and I was actually kind of excited about that idea. And so I was like, okay, it's a real timed game. Like that, I don't see very many of them. I mean, maybe it's just me. I don't know if you guys see a lot more of them than there I do, aren't but a lot. No, like yeah. you, you just you just don't see things like that. And so at first I was like, hey, okay, this is kind of cool. I, I kind of got this idea that it was going to be this like really different um, mechanic than you see, right? So it's, it's kind of that out of the box, a little different. And I kind of thought that was going to be a bit exciting. And then when we got to the, you know, basically it's, they're just time units, not actual time. Um, I, I kind of almost got disappointed. And that's unfortunate. And that's not the fault of the game by any stretch of the imagination. It's not, that's not the game's fault. That's just a typical Debbie sets herself up to think something's happening that doesn't happen. And then, you know, the world kind of falls apart. (laughs) A bit of a princess sometimes. Um, It just, the, the theme for you guys, I think, is much more grabby than it is for me for me i was just kind of like yeah okay mm-hmm. cool <laughs> i don't know no, i'm gonna sub 
why are you guys excited huh? about this? I mean, how <laughs> often, like seriously, I think I moved between like two or three rooms and that was it in this like little triangle. <laughs> that, that is Got true. myself a whole lot of items, which I kind of think was a little broken. The fact that you could like basically kind of almost at an unlimited, uh, yeah, almost to the unlimited point, you could sit there and just like get items and just... Just almost meta game in a way. But I don't no, know. It, like it was just. It is a thing. Uh, I think the way it balances it is there's limited items and there's a lot of cards or events that can cause you to lose all your items. Right. And I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I ran into that and I was a little salty when that happened. It was like <laughs> all my stuff. I just spent a bunch of time yeah. to get some items, and then the next thing I know, oh hey, by the way, you need to discard down to one. I'm like mother, you know, okay, up yours too. Uh, <laughs> And so, I, yeah, there's there's pieces of this game that definitely balance out, and it's definitely there. It by no means was, for whatever reason, to me, it just didn't seem tense. It kind of seemed like the game balanced itself out quite regularly. And I don't think at any point in time, I really felt like we were up the creek without a paddle. And I mean, maybe that's just, I don't know, maybe I just didn't see it for what it was. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel bad. I feel bad kind of having that, <laughs> that real meh opinion, but it just, I mean, yeah, like it's, it definitely functions well, does what it's supposed to do. It's kind of funny. I got drunk and I passed out you did. in a submarine. You did. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. 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 It sometimes generates some like fun moments that you can maybe remember for later, but, but yeah, as a game, it's not, yeah. it's not really, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's just not all there. It's not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You kind of I agree. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I feel better. I mean, that's probably why I think I was silent for as long as I was because I was, I'm kind of sitting here going into this, into us talking about it. And I'm sitting here thinking I am going to be the most hated person ever when we get to this because I am just not, just not going to like it. And I'm going to be the only one. And then kind of sitting and listening to you guys talk, I'm like, huh, it's not just me. <laughs> <laughs> kind of makes me feel a little better. And I think you made a good point there with it, it does kind of straddle that sort of complication hump where it's almost a little too fiddly to be, you know, a real like entry level, just silly game and not complicated enough to have like, you know, real tough decisions. Um, so I think that that doesn't exactly work in its favor, but I'm, I'm not surprised you don't like it because I, I find that I've brought this around between different groups of friends a few times. And I find that people either just latch onto it and love it. Uh, my one friend still asks me to bring it over, um, but I know his wife absolutely like your one friend as in it. like like your one. Friend. No, no, I just want I know I know one of my friends <laughs> just, just really that. loves Sorry. it, but I find it it is people either either you know like it or they just don't really get the draw of it at all and uh, and don't um, like I don't know. For me, I want to equate it to Flashpoint, and I don't know why. Like I don't know what it is, but. It's, the, it's, it's, it's all, the, it's all no. the fire, Debbie. It's all the fire. And it's, <laughs> Probably. Yeah. It's, it's all we dealt with was fire. It, I, I was going to yeah. thinking the same thing, like Flashpoint, because I got that later than this, and that has become my sort of go-to full co-op board game uh, when there's a weird number of people. Because yeah. Yeah. even though, in a way, it's more complicated than this, I find it easier to teach. Everybody knows what fire does. things to forget. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 
I just everybody know, know what firefighters do too, right? Oh dear, don't get that conversation mm. started. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> they, stri- they pose for calendars. They, they strip on weekends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What two sleepovers and a barbecue? Uh, Adam got the experience of hearing not just me complain about it the other day, but my brother and my sister-in-law. It was actually quite funny. <laughs> I'm like, yes, it didn't come out of my mouth for once. Oh, no. Uh, so I just kind of sat Debbie's there. Debbie's shitting on firefighters corner. Yeah. <laughs> that, that public sector. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately happens a little more often than it probably should. <laughs> anyway, you were going to say something and I rudely cut you off again. No, no, no. So I was just saying that I like, I really honestly, when it comes to, it reminds me of Flashpoint, but Flashpoint, I can distinctly remember having fun mm-hmm. and laughing. <laughs> and, Oof. Whereas this game just kind of did. Even the theme of Flashpoint is like, you can joke about firefighters and saving the cat and, you know, these, yeah. there's things you can relate to, right? And there's. Are you saying it, it's hard to relate to being a tiny gnome in a Soviet experimental submarine? Something like that. And I mean. Yes. yes. No way. <laughs> even, yeah, even in Flashpoint, when you're like, when you're trying to save people and stuff, like, you can still project yourself into a game like that and be like, oh man, we got to get in there and try to, like, save this puppy or whatever. I mean, in this, you're just like a bunch of drunk gnomes. I'm like, I don't, I'm not entirely sure I care. I mean, sure, like, you know, no one wants to get crushed to death, but, you know, it's just, I don't know, it doesn't feel heroic, right? Like, you're just, Mm -hmm. you're just trying to not die in a submarine is maybe not the, not the, like, heroic (laughs) fantasy that you want to, that you want to try to build a game around, right? Your quest is to not not die, just try to stay alive. Just, yeah, just... You, you must live. I mean, that maybe that's why I like bounce off of video games, like don't starve and stuff like that, because it's like, oh, I just sit here and chop at a bunch of wood and try to not go crazy. Like, I don't find that fun all the time. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe yeah. that's part of it. But it's I don't know. To me, this game is uh, it's I feel like it's almost a fight to the 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 whatever helmet thing. <laughs> See, this tells you, honestly. Was it called the Aqualung? Okay, because yeah. I was going to call it the Iron Lung, and I think that's because you guys called it the Iron Lung. Yeah, because I, I, I think that's what we that. called it originally, and then realized we realized, that, that, realized that a diving bell made out of iron would be a terrible fucking idea. Well, well, I well, I mean, copper. Well, <laughs> I mean, the Iron Lung is a thing, but, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just... I, I feel like it I feel like this game is it felt like a race to that item and then who could sink their friends the fastest <laughs> or save them mm, well that I don't know what? that you saved us <laughs> that didn't happen did it yeah I don't I don't know that there's a whole lot of saving happening per se I'm, I'm pretty I sure mean, everyone beyond got the out fact alive. that did you okay so well, one everyone question. got out sorry uh when you're so when you take the lung thing and you get out, mm-hmm. do you still have to uh flip your event cards? No. Okay. So I mean that's kind of maybe the only favor that you did us, realistically. I mean we didn't have to deal with <laughs> Spoiler alert, it was Justin. It was Justin the whole time. <laughs> it was Justin the whole time. <laughs> Man, if you didn't figure that out by this point. <laughs> Rip. Jesus. I mean, come on now. Salute savages around here. <laughs> but I just, I, but I, Jesus. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a little weird to have like traitors in waiting hanging around. Like, well, I can see what you mean. 
The only reason like, I did it argue. was that I literally had no time to get to the thing to try to fix it. Mm-hmm. There was no time. So there's no know, time. So right. I bravely gotta, gotta go. Just, left the room mm-hmm. to get help. See, and that's and that's what I mean. Like you could argue that you left so that we didn't get your events. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> it is easier with fewer people, mostly. Yes. <laughs> I feel like that's also a way to cop out. It and sure if is. you really don't like the game, <laughs> oh yeah, you I'm can not just like. I mean, really, what do you do if you if you get out of the hatch? Then what? <sighs> I mean, you can come back in. What? No, no. Yeah. I think she means if you leave, oh. leave. Like you oh, can't. Yeah, you you can't leave. decide. Hey guys, oh, so yeah. I was like, <laughs> I know that I left. I was just going to get a bag of chips. Uh, God, I just need to get a swim. <laughs> just in. swing on around uh, the other side here, and yeah, nothing, nothing to see. <laughs> I, I missed the Kraken. I really wanted to see it. Had I we mean, lived eight more minutes, Justin came back with donuts, everyone. Hey. <laughs> oh, everyone's dead. I was just buying you donuts. See, exactly. Yeah, I just... <laughs> no <one's laughs> I know. I'm just saying I think it's a little strange. Yeah, it's a bit weird. It, it is one of the little silly things about it. Uh, and I mean, this game also still has basically permadeath. Um, we didn't run into that, but you know, you can die early by accident. Yeah. If you, yeah. If you pass out in a room and yeah, there's rules to like, you know, you just no, you died, but now you're another gnome that popped out of a closet. Shut up. Really? Yeah. How bad would it feel if you were playing this game? Well, I mean. And you got drunk and passed out? <laughs> no, okay. No, no, no. How, like like how bad, no, no, no. But how grace. bad would it feel if you were playing this game and you, you like. Passed out at minute 15. Were and, into it. <laughs> and then burned alive. <laughs> yeah. And then you got, then you got killed and it's like, well, shit. Like, you know, especially if you got killed early, then it becomes, well, like now what? Like now I've, I mean, I've just spent all this time and. Well, kind of kid gloves. Well, you don't I have to play with that option. But, yeah, I mean, it is what it is, but... You know, it's a board game. You're supposed to have fun. Exactly. But yeah, it's such a... I don't know. It's just a weird one for me. If you had to give it a number on how weird it is... Mm, would that uh, would that be the reciprocal of the what? score you would give the it? Reciprocal. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. This is the reciprocal. <laughs> <laughs> he brought math into it again. Uh, so I'm on a I'm on a five-point scale. Uh, okay, wait, sorry. Uh-huh. Side uh-huh. note. The art in this game, I'm assuming that the reason why it didn't look great was because of the scanning into tabletop. Yes, it's all very clear in person. Yeah, it normally looks nicer. So it's not like, it's not super hard to read the tiles and things like that. Because like looking at those tiles was a nightmare. No, everything is, everything was super, uh, under normal circumstances, everything is super reasonable. Okay. I just, just checking. Sorry. On a scale of five, I give this a three. It's a meh. I'm yeah. I'm not willing to say I like it, and I'm not willing to say I don't like it. <laughs> it is a board game. <laughs> uh, it, it is a board game, yes, you're correct. <laughs> it does what it's supposed to do. It functions. It has, you know, like, it's not like the mechanisms are broken. It's not like it's poorly designed. It's just not fun for me. <laughs> okay. And it didn't really cause me like it's not 
it's not fun, haha, but it's also not like wheels turning fun. It was just kind of there. Mm-hmm. And some people I'm sure really like it. So like Justin said, you know, like I'm sure that there's some people that are like, this is my jam and that's cool. I respect that. Uh, maybe if I played it a couple more times, I would really like it. See, I, you know, I, I say that like, that's exactly what I say. Like, hi, you know what? And you don't ever like it. Well, I, I always, I always come into it being like, yeah, like, let's go. And then I always leave going, what was that? <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> what it just happened to the last two hours of my life. Why? Well, yeah. Like, like I said, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying it's a terrible game. It's not, it's not, it's not a terrible game, but it's just not, it's just not there. Like, it's just not there. Like, I, I don't know where the wheels fall off. I don't have a good answer for that. Yeah, um, yeah, I hear you. But, but I mean, it's it's just, it's something there. Like I said, it, it, this is a, this is like a, a five plus five equals three situation. Like, it's just, it's not, it's not there. <laughs> what the fuck does the, yeah, oh, whatever. I don't, I don't understand what that, that means. <laughs> it, it means that it's like a, it's, it's. Like, it does not compute. It's a logical. It, it means what it means is like if you sum all of the parts of this game together, it should turn into something really good, and it just doesn't. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the sum of the parts has to equate at least one of the parts. <laughs> <laughs> five plus five equals three. Just <laughs> no, 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 no. It is like things fall apart so bad that you know you you end up losing parts. From the good right. parts or something, right. I don't know. I'll take it. All right, can you I'll take just, it. just what's your what's your number there? I think we've put it. I think we've beat this dead horse long enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, but my number my number is a is a I out of man. Ten. It's like a man. Like I wanted to say a six, but I don't, I don't even think it's there, man. Like I think it's like a five. It, like it's passable. It's a passable game, but it's but barely. Yeah, I hate to say it, but it's like a five. It's a five. Um, I want to love it. I just, I just don't. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I gotta, I gotta agree. If I were on Debbie's scale, which I'm not, it would be a three. Um, you know, it's not bad, right? It's like I think I, I, I have a good time, but I feel like it's one of those games where I could do with playing it like once a year, kind of thing. You know, just long enough to forget the last playthrough and remember like, Oh yeah, like this, this game's fun. Right. So, I mean, I won't turn it down. You know, it's uh, for all the reasons from before, I'm not going to go out and get it. My scale is usually a keep or not keep. I don't own this one. Um, I, I'm not going to go out and get it. I'll just, you know, if Justin brings it over and wants to play it, sure. But I, I honestly think if you are interested in getting a co-op game, right? Flashpoint, something else, probably a lot better. So yeah, that's where I'm at. Justin. Hey, well, as the only one who owns this game, um, I mean, I'm, I'm going to hold on to it. Uh, I'm not going to throw it away. I'm going to try to stay on Tom's scale there. But um, I think a lot of that has to do with more nostalgia and rose-tinted glasses than it being a really great game and because at this point like for a full co-op game i'll i'd rather bring out flashpoint um even now like i probably only played this once a year it's probably been with covid this would be the first time in probably about two years that i've played it so you know it still has that that, that special place in my heart so uh, I'm not going to throw it away. Uh, I still I still enjoy it. 
it's you know chaotic fun uh and once you kind of get used to the complications it's uh it, it's fairly smooth sailing until you you know drowned or dive asphyxiation uh but until then i i usually have fun with this one um but i also always remember it being more fun than it is when i play it and i have no idea why that is um but if you are interested in getting it um you can't because it's also out of print <laughs> too bad so there's that <laughs> oh good <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, darn, it just quashed any any dreams I had of going to go get it. I mean, it's, it's out of print. Like, Yeah, sorry. For shame. Sorry. You can't add it to your collection. I think I would have quashed your dreams of getting it. <laughs> That's rude. It's, uh, it's mighty rude. Uh, Comrade Gnome is uh, it's not happy with you. She would have vetoed that one right into the recycling bin. <laughs> Fair. You know, I, it's it's hard to, hard to say I'd blame her. All right, thank you so much for listening. Um, you know, if you want to get a hold of us, you can always uh, hit us up at CGS Podcast on Twitter, or you can use, like, email. You can send us an email, collapsinggameshelf at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me, you can find me at Team Rage Tom. And, you know, send us some nice feedback or tell us how cool we are. You can always, if you want to do us a favor, you can always, like, share with a friend and do like and subscribe and that sort of stuff. But, you know, do whatever you want to do. It's great. It's great. We love board games. We want to, this one was a bit of a downer but it's but it's cool there's other great games out there you know i still enjoy it it's great dicks it uh debbie anything you want to plug uh you guys can get me at at mrs win that's at mrswhyn on instagram and twitter and like tom said you can get us uh as a group on twitter at cgs podcast uh we'd love to hear from you guys we'd like to hear what you like what you don't like if there's anything you think uh we should try uh if you think justin's crazy kind of like me i mean you can always Hello. let let us know. No, like Justin's crazy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We mm. love Justin. I give Justin a hard time, but you know what? He knows I love him. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So give us a shout. Let us know uh, if there's anything, you know, any constructive criticism you guys have for us. Um, I am always willing to bring that to the table and let the guys know. Uh, oh, God. Justin, how do we get a hold of you? Well, if you want to get a hold of me, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Don't Trust Justin. No reason for that <laughs> name at all. I would never abandon you in a submarine. But if you have any fun gnome stories or board game related submarine stories uh please let me know i'd love to hear them cool 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 well thank you again so much for listening uh i hope you enjoyed this episode and we will be back at you next week with something fun thanks again bye because it's my turn it'll be fun i promise it's be amazing bye, bye. bye.